there, what are you doing? Are you bored? Well, we're going to fix that real quick. But before we get into that, I want to take some time to send a big shout out, show some love, some appreciation, and some support to our healthcare workers, our first responders, and all the frontline individuals out there working hard every day to get us through this crazy, crazy time. And for the rest of you, thank you guys so much for doing what you're supposed to do, hanging in there. The jokes are fun right now. Everybody's trying to keep themselves in good spirits, but thank you guys so much for putting in the hard work. And now let's jump into the solid podcast. What's good people? It's your man, CJ Fresh, battling the forces of wackness since 1982. You are now listening to the solid podcast hosted by my main man Doc Rock. Doc Rock. Doc Rock. This is the dumbest thing to take this long to put a podcast together. And here he is, my Uncle Doc. He's smart. Believe me. Aloha, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of the Solid Podcast. Wow, what a crazy set of situations we find ourselves in. But I promise I'm not going to totally make this about the news or the politics of COVID-19, technically SARS-CoV-2, whatever. I I, I don't really like it when people just call it coronavirus because, well, there's lots of coronaviruses, but that's a whole different podcast. You get enough of that news. I'm going to talk about uh, something that I want to say is near and dear to my heart. Um, because when I go to Japan, which I can't do right now because we've been banned. (laughs) When I go to Japan, one of the most amazing places you will ever walk into is a store called Tokyo Hands. Now, Tokyo Hands is a, is like a Macy's, you know, like a generic department store, Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom's, whatever. But they have an incredible craft section. Like, I don't mean the general stuff you've seen on Pinterest, small craft section. I mean, almost every hobby you could think of from painting to RC cars to flying planes to leather to uh, needlepoint, embroidery, sewing, um, metal crafting, uh, anything. Just weird collectibles. They got it all. And so uh, I've been talking to some friends, and one of the conversations that came up is it's really odd that here in the U.S., it seems like we have lost our hobby game. And don't get it twisted. I'm not going to say that hobbies have disappeared, but we don't take the hobby game the same way as like the way Japan does it. So I guess in order to even talk about this, you got to go backstory a little bit. So around the turn of the century, um, when that sort of organized work week came about, there were a lot of people that when, you know, it was time to take time off, you were sort of working on your leisure game, right? And then so leisure game meant that things that, you know, people used to do around the house as part of your everyday chores sort of became that weekend warrior thing. But people then realized they needed a a gap between 
Okay, say, so for instance, fishing. Let's just pick fishing. Fishing started out in the beginning as a way of getting food. Like you were trying to feed the fam when you were fishing. And then fishing turned into the hobby of it's the weekend. I'm not working. Let me go back and fish because that's what my grandpa taught me. So when we got grocery stores and sort of, let's say, mechanized food, for lack of a better term, fishing as a hobby became more of a thing. Well, somewhere during the modern time, we turned the side hustle, right? Hobbies converted themselves into side hustle. So whereas back in the day you did your hobby because you loved it, it was a passion, it was something you were into, when the economies of scale got out of control and people needed extra money, everybody turned their hobby into the side hustle. So what happens when your hobby becomes a side hustle is it takes away somewhat from the passion or the love. I'm just doing this for the love. When you start doing it because I need that check, things change. And, and every people will argue with it. You can argue with me all day on that one. This is one that I will stand by. I think the whole situation changes when you have to do it versus you're doing it because I absolutely love this. So like uh, picking on my little sister, Elise, right? The other day she brings me a Earl Grey cake and she said, oh, I'm just doing that lockdown baking. I'm practicing my recipes. And honestly, it's a commercial grade level dessert. Like she could sell it. But then maybe if she sold it, it wouldn't be as good or it would just be different because now you're doing it out of a chore and you're not doing it because you love it. So it's uh, one of those things where it's been proven through a bunch of science. And I meant to pull the articles, but I did it. But if you need it, I can point you to them. There's articles that say that the conductive brain work or to doing something, you know, with yourself that's not directly related to your vocation is actually good for your brain. It keeps the brain going. There's also countless studies that show people that hard work when they retire and they just go to becoming couch lock that dementia and Alzheimer's will kick in because you're no longer flexing the myelin and keeping the synapses firing as, as the way you would when you're doing something. So that's another one of the benefits of a good hobby is if you keep in the hands busy, then the brain is working and it goes to that old, you know, idle hands, you know, conversation. So, Bringing that around to our current situation, again, most people are turning their hobbies into side hustle because they're trying to make ends meet. And you notice it even in the stores. Things that used to be uh, really cheap are not cheap anymore because side hustles have made them expensive. And, you know, the stores figure if you're going to make money, they might as well charge more for the raw materials. And then your generic hobby stores have disappeared I used to be able to go here locally to say like Pro Ridge and right in the middle of the mall, there was a big hobby store and that kind of doesn't exist. You know, the craft places like your Ben Franklin's and your Daiso's, those things are still around, but most of the quote unquote hobby stores have gone by the wayside. So that leads me to our current situation, right? So in many states around the country, you've or around the world, actually, you've been told to lock down, stay your butt in the house and don't move and all of a sudden, the whole planet starts tweeting, I'm bored, I'm bored. I don't know what to do with myself. And, well, you know, some people used to say, when you start doing dumb stuff, damn, son, you need a hobby. You see? So we say this in joking, but it's actually true, right? If you're doing something and you had a hobby, 
you wouldn't necessarily be bored right now because you have something that you could do to keep yourself busy, right? And the gig economy and the side hustles and the Gary Vaynerchuks of the world have kind of ruined hobbies for the most part. But even if that's the case, what we're going to do is we're going to build in a little bit of resources. Let me give you a resource list of places you can go to do something with this time. Now, I think it's important that if you're on lockdown for two weeks and you come out of this without a skill, you kind of wasted your entire lockdown period, especially because most of y'all scream like, oh, how do you have time to do that? I don't have time to do that. Like, how do you find time to do that? Me personally, I make time for all of this mess because I got ADD. And when I was growing up, we didn't have drugs for it. So you just kept doing everything possible to keep your hands busy. Again, idle hands, right? The devil's work. So I'm going to give you some resources that, you know, you could check out that might possibly help you with, you know, something that you're trying to attack, right? And then so naturally, I'm going to start with probably my favorite of all the ones out there. And that's Skillshare. And I'm not really sure what it is about Skillshare that I love above all the rest. But I find their classes to be really good. Um, they have a wide range of stuff from a lot of these are, that you find online. They're very, let's say, uh, tech or computer oriented. Skillshare has both. They have a lot of tech stuff. They have a lot of crafting type stuff. But they got everything from like cooking to uh, business planning, management, uh, learning how to do a certain business management styles. Uh, learning how to start a YouTube channel, learning how to rock a podcast. Uh, they got everything. And the other thing that's really cool about Skillshare, see, you have a skill and something that you're really good at. And uh, regardless of what I just said for the first eight minutes of this, you wanted to create it into a side hustle. Skillshare will let you teach a class. So you could generate a class out of that thing that you know how to do that, you know, say, you know, other people want to learn, but you never want had a chance to like sit down and build a whole classroom. You could actually teach what it is that you feel you got the flavor in on Skillshare. Okay. Uh, right after that Skillshare, of course is at Skillshare.com. I will provide links in the bottom where, you know, you can jump off and go check these things out. But uh, I want to jump over to the next one. And the next one is Lynda.com now LinkedIn learning. So Linda has been out forever. I want to say they've been popping off for almost 25 years now. Theirs is very tech oriented, but they do also have business management stuff because they're owned by LinkShare. What he meant to say was LinkedIn. I, I take Linda as a, as a good one for prior to the lockdown. There's many of you that come on the internets and your socials and you're always saying how much you really hate your job. Well, there might be a good side to this. A lot of folks are about to lose that job anyway. So you don't, you might not have to go back to the one that you hated. You, you have a chance to step up. So I would probably be on Linda right now learning how to flex a pretty sick resume. I haven't written a resume, God, since I got out of college. So like if I was to be looking for a job at the end of this nonsense, I would be somewhere figuring out how to flex a resume or write a good cover letter. And that's something you could pick up on lynda.com or, you know, maybe you're a data entry position, but you want to get into more database management position, but you haven't really had the time to sit down and study it. Now's the time. 
And, you know, a lot of these places are offering one, two, sometimes even three months free trial period because they're trying to support everyone on the lockdown. So this is even a chance to get deals, you know, on some of this educational stuff that you might have been looking at. Uh, after Linda, another good one is Udemy. Udemy, though, to me, is somewhat like the mall. They got good courses if you can find it. But it's like the mall or the swap meet in, in the middle of the gyms of the dope courses. Uh, there's a bunch of rubbish. So you have to be a better curator. But Udemy can be cheap. They always they often have these sales where you could bundle like five, six classes together for like nine bucks. So that's another good jumping off point. And, you know, that that's at Udemy.com. Again, I'll put links to all of this. I'm not going to yell all the dot coms here and there. But uh, just... Go to Udemy and see if there's something there that you're looking forward to, something that might help you, you know, in your daily uh, lessons here. You might learn something. Oh, one thing that I mean to throw out real quick before I go further down the rabbit hole. This is a good time while your kids are homeschooling and maybe you're not the work at home type rather than just sitting there staring at them. How about you go over and, you know, sign up for one of these joints, too, so that you can sit down with them and act like you're learning while they're learning. And then you're setting a good example. Okay. So you can almost turn it into a game or a competition and that might help keep them focused in their studies while they're doing the homeschool thing. All right. Uh, oh yeah. One more blast for the past before I move on. Uh, how's the homeschooling looking, right? All you guys that think that teachers have an easy job. Now you learn. <laughs> <laughs> More respect for the teachers, all the teachers out there. We love you. You guys are great. Except Miss Rosen, my algebra teacher in seventh grade. Never mind. Anyway, moving on. Of course, my hands down favorite is the University of YouTube. You can learn anything on YouTube. Again, like you to me, though, there's good classes out there. There's bad ones. You got to be a little bit more of a curator. You got to be able to like watch everything and sort of decide for yourself like this was good or not good. But because of the plethora of people out there teaching on YouTube, what you'll often find is I might get five, six, you know, tutorials of the same thing down before I find that person that I resonate with. And then you subscribe to them like you can subscribe to my channel and you subscribe to them and they'll be teaching you. Because you click with them or you match with them. And uh, for instance, one of the photographer guys that I absolutely fell in love with is a guy named Jason Vong. And there's tons of photography guys out there. But Jason's an absolute goofball. And he's from Cali, but he kind of reminds me of a local kid. And for whatever reason, I, I register with his videos. His videos crack me up. They're very entertaining and very educational. So I like to like, you know watch his stuff so i subscribe to him everything he puts out i watch because i always gain something i even watch videos on topics that i already know i think i know because you'll still learn more you know so you kind of like reinforcing the knowledge that you have while you're doing that okay now a common one that comes up um because i am a polyglot my friends are like, oh, my God, I wish I could learn to speak Japanese or I wish I could learn to speak Korean or I wish I could speak Spanish or whatever. Now's the time. And you might not seem like you can gain a lot in two weeks. The biggest hurdle. OK, I'll pick Japanese, for instance, because that's one of my many languages. 
the biggest hurdle for Japanese is going to be learning your hiragana and your katakana. And in theory, it should take you about two days to hammer that. And once you have that down, you can start to get into phrases and, and words and, you know, sayings and stuff. But you have to have that wired so that you can understand other parts of the lessons. And honestly, that is something you can seriously knock out in two days. And I don't mean it's going to take you 48 hours. I don't even mean it's going to take you 16 hours. It's going to take you about four. If you're an absolute, you know, hard rock head, it'll take you six. But in 15-minute chunks or 20-minute chunks, maybe half an hour chunks, you could knock out Hiragana and Katakana in two days and then go on to learn the rest. So... Uh, I'm going to send you to a resource known as Innovative Languages. They teach, I think, about 20-some-odd languages. 34. But the link is going to be for Japanese. But if you're not in the Japanese, say so you want to learn Russian, just scroll down to the bottom of the link, and you'll see all the other languages. But Innovative Languages is a great resource. Um, the Japanese one is JapanesePod101.com. Amazing. Again, follow the link that I'll put in the show notes. And it's really, really going to get you on a great head start. Now, what's cool about them is they have free program, which is just a podcast, and you listen to the podcast, and you'll start to grab a lot right away. Um, but if you do the premium setup, and you go through the premium setup, you will be able to get lessons that you can go through and PDFs that you can follow and things like that. Um, again, Innovative Languages also teaches Spanish, so... You go to uh, probably Spanish 101 pod or Spanish pod 101. I would just substitute the Japanese for whatever. It is JapanesePod101.com, but you can just supplement that with maybe Spanish. Or again, if you go to InnovativeLanguages.com, uh, that's another good jumping off point, And that will sort of get you where you need to start. And so you should be able to find it from there. Um also, there's great lesson languages, language lessons. Uh, English, I'm going to start doing English right after this. You can find a lot of that stuff on uh, YouTube. There's great, great, great instructors on YouTube. And a lot of them even have programs now where on YouTube you can join a membership like a Patreon and they'll give you homework and private Skype lessons and things like that. So I would look into that, um, Aaron, if you're trying to get your Spanish on. I, I know how to say cool things in Spanish, like, tu eres linda, yo quiero saber tu nombre. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Again, University of YouTube, that's the one. Now, of course, the one that always comes up is, you know, oh, I want to learn how to code. I want to learn how to program. Or maybe even just at the office, like the office wants you to step your game up on something like WordPress or whatever. And Coursera is a great look for that. Uh, I believe Coursera is partnering up with Google during this time for all of the higher-end IT type stuff. But another good resource for all myriad of learning things is Khan Academy. Khan Academy is an app. You can throw that app. Actually, I think everything I mentioned above is also an app. But uh, Khan Academy, you can throw the app on your phone. And I guess most people hear about this from their kids because of the algebra and things like that. But Khan Academy has a wide range of things that Solomon Khan is teaching on that service. And majority of it is free. So don't forget, check out Khan Academy. Again, link will be in the description. Um, 
Now, here's a new, not really new, but kind of new in comparison to what I spoke of in the past. There's a thing called Masterclass. Now, if you if you have Instagram, trust me, you've seen these ads because I swear they come up in my feed all the time. But Masterclass, <laughs> I was in my Japanese mode, Masterclass. Masterclass has some amazing stuff, right? Like learning screenwriting from Ron Howard, one of the greatest directors of all time, right? Uh, learning storytelling from Malcolm Gladwell or learning negotiations from like, uh, I think it's Chris Voss. Chris Voss was a hostage negotiator for the FBI. Uh, you got Steve Martin teaching comedy. You can learn tennis from Serena. You can learn making beats from, uh, uh, what's the dude with the rat on his head? Um, uh, Oh my God, why can't I? Dead Mouse. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot Dead Mouse. I just remember he got this stupid rat on his head. So if you wanted to learn how to be, you know, like a, a musician, they got everything on there. They even have Sam Jackson teaching, you know, some vocal stuff. So there's film and TV, there's culinary arts, there's writing, there's music, you got sports, you got business, photography, fashion, you got tons of stuff that you can learn from Masterclass and it's all there. And, and the people that are teaching these, these are the famous folks that we sort of grew up watching, right? Like even critical thinking, you can learn from Neil deGrasse Tyson, my hero. I love Neil. Neil's a boss. Uh, Chef Ramsey will teach you how to cook and not cuss at you. Um, anyway, Masterclass is amazing. And right now they have a deal. Uh, Masterclass is not the cheap one, again, because they're coming with the heat. But it's normally like 180 bucks for, I think it's a year. But right now, their special is if you buy one, you get one to give away free. So if you drop the 180 on the Masterclass subscription, which gives you access to like everything, you could actually give one away, which is kind of dope. Uh, I, I would like it if they let you like parlay that for like the second year. But I mean, you could even learn like file shooting from Steph Curry with The Rock. So check out Masterclass. And on that same note as Masterclass, there's another one that you've probably seen uh, advertisements for. And that is Great Courses, or it's called The Great Courses. And they have everything, like crazy amounts of stuff. And I actually found out about them because I'm an Audible subscriber. Listening to the radio and traffic is kind of boring nowadays. So if I'm not listening to another podcast... Um, I'll listen to Audible, and I just uh, wanted to, I don't know, flesh up my knowledge on some classical music stuff, and I listened to, like, this entire course, like a 14-hour course on Bach, and it was amazing. Like, there's stuff that I had no idea about, you know, the, the musician and things like that. Uh, for instance, he got his start making music for the Catholic Church, in like Austria. So he would play the arias so that the the uh Gregorian priest could sing to or whatever. That's how he really got his start. And from there he became one of the greatest composers in the world. So this is really cool and I don't know, it's just one of those things where it, it might help you out in your your job hunt, it might help you out in just flexing your career, but Something we don't talk about a lot in the U.S. anymore is just being a well-rounded person, like knowing more than just what you know, you know. So 
great courses is a fantastic resource for that. Um, I really, really enjoy their selection and I'll give you a pro tip on some of their stuff. You really don't even have to subscribe to them. If you are an audible subscriber, a lot of their stuff is available there. And the other pro tip, a lot of these stuff from great courses, because they're in audiobook format are available at the public library for absolutely free. Your state tax dollars take care of that. Tech dollar. What the heck did I say? Your state tax dollars <laughs> take care of that. So if you can, if you have a, a public library card, you could actually log in to the public library system and you'll find a lot of this stuff is available because most of the public libraries around the, the, the country now, you can pull audiobooks and uh, PDFs and Kindle books and all of that, these like ebooks, you can pull directly from the library. Okay, now here's one that I think is important. Uh, if you are a licensed individual, right? Say you're Dr. Dennis, accountant, uh, realtor, mortgage person, whatever. You always have continuing education requirements. And most of these things are boring. But a lot of them have moved to online now. So if you are a person who has to renew a license every year, every couple of years, use this opportunity to squeeze in all your continuing education classes, especially the electives or the hella boring ones, right? This is the perfect opportunity to dive in and flex your continuing ed skills. Like, absolutely, right? So uh, depending on your job or depending on your, your license or certification, you know the resources yourself. I don't have links for you because that depends on you. But this is a great time to squeeze that in. I'm loving Netflix. Yes, I'm loving Tiger King. That psycho. Um, and the other psychos trying to stop him. But there's more to this than just being locked down and complaining about when I'm going to get out when you can be flexing your continuing ed. So that's another important one. I already touched slightly on Audible. That was one of my last picks was Audible. Uh, Audible's great. I've been an Audible subscriber for going on 14 years now. I have almost 400 books in my library. It's quite amazing. Audible is dope for, you know what? The family is getting on your nerves. That's a good one right now. Everyone's saying, oh, the family's getting on my nerves. I can't stand being with these folks. Slap your head headphones in and put on a good book. Some of them are read by single people. Some of them are read like plays. It's almost like watching TV. So there are fantastic stuff out there at Audible. And again, they have specials right now because of the um, the COVID lockdown. Everyone's all of the guys I've mentioned before basically are doing specials. So definitely jump on Audible. Another cool thing about Audible is they have this new stuff that they do and they're called Audible Originals. And there's like even if you don't have credits, there's a lot of uh, free things you can listen to. Um, one of the most hilarious Audible originals is the John Cena takeovers. I, I <laughs> It's absolutely hilarious, right? Uh, just go to audible.com and see if they'll let you get a sample of the John Cena takeover. And they are freaking hilarious. Um, th But there's great stuff on there. There's like how to get organized, stuff about sci-fi, things about your romance life, you know, meaningful relationships. There's tons of cool stuff on Audible. It's like a library of books. You don't have to sit down and read. You just got to listen. Uh, Audible is also great for plane rides when you can get back to that. 
It's great for treadmill work. It's great for tuning out the people in the office that just want to talk about the Tiger King when you don't want to listen to them. Just pop your phones in and listen to a good book. So definitely check out Audible. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, one of the best resources. They've been out for years. And yeah, I touched on the library. So that was sort of the last of the ones off the top of my head. If I find any more, of course, I'll add them to the bottom. But the main thing is, in this time period that we don't know when it's going to end, take some time for yourself. Take some time to like, you know, just bless up and and learn something new. Like grab a hobby, learn needlepoint, learn to cook. I've been chopping a lot of onions because I've been getting my knife skills on and I've been sharpening my knives. I've been spending a lot of times sharpening my knives <laughs> because it's the time. Like, you know, anybody that cooks would tell you a dull knife is the number one way to lose a finger. So now that I have time and it does take time to do it properly and I've watched a hundred videos on YouTube, I spend a lot of time in this time period sharpening my knives because, well, it's peaceful and it calms you down. And if it goes to a zombie apocalypse, I might have to cut them up. Never mind. That's a <laughs> that's a different story. Um, I'm being distracted by comments from Danny <laughs> in the IG live feed. Anyway, moving on. I just want to say I hope everyone stays safe out there. Remember, uh, Anything that you read online during this time period, take some time to fact check it. Make sure you're getting the latest and greatest. Uh, you know, follow all the resources that are out there. I didn't want to dive too much into the news or what to do or whatever it is, because there's so much of it is getting to be ad nauseum. But, you know, just a quick reminder, stay safe. Uh, leave the hands clean, mask up. And most important, Thank you guys for listening to the solid podcast. Thanks everybody that joined me on the IG live as I recorded this, making me make faces at them as I record. Don't forget, you can find the solid podcast at solid.fm. That's S O L I D.fm. You can find it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcast getting is got. Don't forget, you can always share these episodes with folks. You can teach other people to come and listen to your man, Doc, to say he's a wise ass, but he might know what he's talking about. Go listen to him. Um, yeah, I, I really appreciate the support. I appreciate all of you guys joining me on my uh, <laughs> Tiger King Zoom up. And it's been great. Oh, yeah. One last thing before I go. If you are using Zoom during this time frame, it is very important that you don't take the standard meeting numbers and passwords they give you those can be hacked change the meeting number and change the password don't just use what they give you you can make it whatever you want you just have to go to the actual website in order to change your personal id or your pmi make sure you do that because uh, that's been the noise and don't forget it's not just zoom Go to meeting. All of the above have the same problem, but Zoom is getting a lot of heat because they, well, they just blew up over the last two weeks. But uh, yeah, stay safe out there, folks. Thank you guys for listening. Once again, I'm Doc Rock. We'll see you again soon. Ahui ho. The Solid Podcast is a member of the Hawaii Association of Podcasters.